0: An American Olympian in Italy. That was the story of Micah Christensen. The professional men's volleyball player was in Modena when COVID first became a pandemic in Northern Italy, trapped from his family for over a month. Micah was able to return home in Hawaii where his wife and son were awaiting. Christensen is one of 12 members of the U.S. men's national team. In fact, he's the starting setter. This position demands a lot of teamwork and communication. Otherwise, the team bogs down. And even though COVID threatened again to stop him from playing, Christensen played in the Olympics last week. The Christian life is like a team sport. We need each other. We're a family. And as we read in Hebrews 2.11, Jesus is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story with you that's all about Jesus. And on this Thursday, we're still in a series called In His Image. Made in God's image. We've been talking a lot about this important subject. But today, I want to talk about another aspect of creation, Better yet, let me say, recreation, And I'm not talking about taking a vacation or having fun. The Bible declares we are made in God's image. That's important. But it also says we've sinned and we've fallen short of His glory. That's bad. It means that even though we might still reflect a bit of His glory, we no longer live or act in a way that can honor Him. But enter the good news. Enter Jesus Christ. He came to recreate humanity, to give us new hearts, to renew our knowledge of Him, recreate in the image of Christ, to serve Him as we live out our lives. That's the good news of the gospel. And we're looking at this idea further as we dive into the book of Ephesians in just a moment. Now, what exactly does it mean when we say God made people in His image? I think the best place to answer that question is at the beginning on the sixth day when the Lord created the first man and first woman.
1: In the beginning, God created. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place. And let the dry land appear, So The earth brought forth vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit. God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, livestock and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth.
0: That's an excerpt from the new documentary called In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. And they were reading from the very beginning of Genesis. And it helps the first piece of the puzzle fall into place. God makes humanity in his own image and likeness, male as well as female. And when you watch the rest of this powerful film, you'll not only be compassionately taught what the Bible has to say on the subject, you'll rejoice to hear testimonies from people who have been transformed by the grace of Jesus Christ. Our number to call after the program to get the DVD in his image is 800 654 2836 865 Haven or on our website watch the movie trailer that we have there and listen to the full-length podcast we have with the producer of this movie. He shares some helpful information that you won't want to miss and then you can make your gift and ask for the double DVD at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org It's been a little while, but I think we should return. Let's return to Andrew Peterson, opening this program from his Resurrection Letters, Volume 2. Come broken and
2: weary, come battered and bruised. My Jesus makes all things new, all things new.
0: Things new. Sung for us by Andrew Peterson here on A Haven Today, called In His Image. I'm Charles Morris. For nearly two weeks, we've been talking about what it means to be made in the image of God. And we've spent almost all our time at the very beginning, the first few chapters of Genesis. There you find the foundation of what the Bible teaches on being made in His image. It's a royal calling, a holy identity. It's who we are, and it helps us to see why, in the words of Psalm 8, the Lord is mindful of us. But this foundation also helps us understand why sin is so devastating. It wasn't just a mistake. It was a decision to reject the Lord. It was a decision to refuse the identity he has given us. The story of all the Bible is all about what the Lord has done to bring us back to him and to restore us. The Apostle Paul was clear. This can only happen because of Jesus. Those who have placed their faith in Christ have become a new creation. Paul said, the old has passed away and the new man or woman is being renewed day by day. It's not just a decision to turn your life around or get back in God's good graces. Trusting Christ is a work of the Spirit to make you a new person. And it's a work of the Lord to restore you into his image he was sitting in prison when he wrote these letters ephesians and colossians a man radically changed by jesus and sent by christ to proclaim the good news throughout the roman empire it got him in trouble but he was determined to preach christ everywhere he went while he was sitting in that jail cell he wrote letters to the places he had already been he wanted to preach the gospel again to them so they wouldn't lose heart, so they could remain faithful on the path with Christ. And when he wrote to the Ephesians, as well as the Colossians, he wanted them to know that the Lord was restoring them into his image. Here's his words, first from Ephesians 4. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That's verses 21 through 24 of Ephesians chapter 4. When you heard about Jesus, you were taught in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. Anyone who comes to the Lord comes because the truth has set them free from bondage. But Paul doesn't stop there. He talks about a radical conversion. With regard to your former way of life, put it off. He envisioned this old life or the old self like an old jacket. It's smelly. It's torn. It's worn. You only keep it around because that's what you've always known. But when you hear the truth that is in Jesus you receive a new self, a new jacket. You become a new creation, no longer being corrupted day by day by deceitful desires, but made new in your heart as well as your mind. And anyone who has come to the Lord Jesus knows what this is like. It's powerful and radical. Putting off the old life, the life of sin, and embracing Jesus, embarking on the holy journey to the new heavens and the new earth, taking off the old jacket, putting on the brand new jacket. Paul called it the new self, a new creation. And then he said something that should have reminded you of the foundations in Genesis. Did you catch it? Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. That's the image. That's what Adam and Eve were created for. And when they fell, it's what the Lord did to bring them back. In Christ... We are recreated in his image, finally free from the guilt that sin brings and empowered to glorify the Lord in holiness and righteousness. Of course, none of that should be a surprise. That's what it means to be a Christian after all. The word Christian doesn't just mean follower of Christ or a member of a particular religion. It literally translates to little Christ. We're his image bearers on the earth called to be holy and righteous and that's important so many of us spend our days thinking that being a christian is just something you do one day out of the week or maybe even an hour or two one day out of the week but if you truly have come to jesus christ for your salvation you've been recreated to be a little christ no you don't atone for anyone's sin or live life on their behalf but you are called to image Christ to your neighbors. It's a high calling, but it's what the Lord can use to shine his light in this dark world. Righteousness and holiness, a life that honors the Lord and reflects him. That means it's not just a mistake when we decide to sin as believers. It's a decision to reject the Lord and the identity he's created to sin. It's why it's such a big deal when Christians start justifying our sin and living as if the Lord's forgiveness means he doesn't really care what we do. Paul's other letter, his letter to the Colossians, makes this so much clearer. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, And filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its Creator. It's utterly inconceivable for Paul that a Christian could continue to live like they did before anger, rage, malice, sexual sins, and everything else that belongs to the old self. We used to live like that. And to be honest, it's not as if becoming a Christian removes these things entirely. This isn't a call to perfection or to simply change our behavior to look better on the outside. Paul has in mind our way of life, not the stumbles along the way. So let me ask, what direction are you walking? Still in the path of the old self, indulging in sin or have you changed directions? The new self is being renewed. That's what Paul said in verse 10, and I just read to you from Colossians chapter 3. Renewed. That means it hasn't been perfected yet. We're still on the way. We still struggle with the sin that easily entangles. We're being renewed, and we're being renewed in knowledge in the image of our Creator. It's a new image, not just a new behavior or a new set of rules, it's an entirely new image, recreated in the image of Christ, the true, holy, and righteous one, recreated by the grace of Christ to know him, and to love him, and to serve him as we walk this winding road of the Christian life, all in hope that one day we'll be with him, and the image will be perfected. On that day, when sin and suffering are no more, And we can live with the Lord in perfect harmony when the old self is nothing but a bad memory and the new self, the new image, is our identity forever. This is what the Lord is up to. And by faith in Jesus, we know he's doing that work in us. Put off your old self and by faith embrace the new self with Christ who makes all things new in his life, death, and resurrection.
3: The gospel changes everything, the turning point in history, even now it's changing me from who I was. The story of my Savior calls me to the gospel changes everything and it is changing me the gospel changes everything the turning point in history Savior calls me to the wonder of the cross. The gospel changes everything, and it is changed. God would come to rescue me from who I was. The kindness of my Savior calls me to the wonder
0: The gospel changes everything, wouldn't you say? Meredith Andrews, here on Haven Today. We've been talking about being made in God's image and being remade in the image of Christ. And I can't help but think of the powerful ending in the new documentary that we've been offering called In His Image. It's important for all of us to understand our need for Jesus. Take a listen and pray that hearts will be changed. God's design is amazing. And it is is—it
1: is meant not only for His glory, but for our good. And when we step
0: into who He created us to be, we begin to flourish. And I am much better off. I am more whole, more joyful. I am more settled in my identity than I ever could have been if I was pulling away from God's design.
1: I think of every person knew of the importance of their true identity and the life that God had for them. It would be life-changing. Can I just tell you, there is hope for you. God loves you. And you are made in the image of God. You're made in the image of God. Do you realize that God created you in your mother's womb? That he knew his plans for you, that he wants joy for you, and peace.
0: You know, it's never too late to be redeemed and restored by Jesus Christ. It's never, ever too late. You're never too old, and it's never too late. Put yourself in front of Jesus Christ. Admit you're wrong. Turn your life over to Him, and allow Him to transform you back to who He made you to be. And you will never have a better life than that. I can guarantee you that. There is hope in the name of Jesus. I so like how this new documentary wraps up all the teaching from the Bible about being made in the image of God. How it wraps up all the stories of people like you and me who were born separated from God who became even more confused about our identity in life, but who ultimately can be transformed by knowing Jesus Christ. The movie is called In His Image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality. It's compassionately made, and I know this double DVD set will help you better understand these concepts and give you hope that God's working, working right now, to redeem many today, to find their identity in Christ alone. Call us right now and ask for the double DVD of In His Image. And for your gift to the ministry, we'll get it to you right away. The number you can call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go to our website, check out the long trailer we have there for In His Image. And then you can make your gift and ask for the double DVD at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow, our final program on His, His Image, as together we share the great story, the story that's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. For your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The sense of our own sinfulness is never far from us, is it? Whenever we hear God's law, we realize how often we break it. Is there any hope? Well, there is in Christ. Psalm 1 is about the blessed man who obeys the Lord. The psalm ends with these words, For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. If this was the end of the story, none of us sinners would have any hope. But there's more. This psalm points ahead to the obedient man, the man Jesus Christ. Because Christ has fulfilled all righteousness in our place, we who are wicked can be blessed with eternal life. What grace! Try our Anchor devotional in print monthly. Visit GetAnchor.com.